Good afternoon. My name is Adam Mutlua. Uh, I work for the Office of Public Information and Communication here at the IAEA. Today I have Stephen Pullinger, the uh, Communication Advisor for Safeguards here at the IAEA, who has um, agreed to uh, answer some of my questions. Um, I want to start off, Stephen. Why, why are safeguards important? Well, uh, nuclear science and technology has great potential to contribute to health and prosperity. However, it, it's also the basis for the development of nuclear weapons. The primary role of safeguards is to help states to reconcile, if you like, the dual nature of the atom so that nuclear energy is placed exclusively in the service of peace and development. So safeguards are aimed at deterring the diversion or misuse of nuclear material or technology to make nuclear weapons. So um, what, what are safeguards specifically? Safeguards are really technical measures uh, that are applied by the IAEA on nuclear material and activities, and through which the IAEA uh, seeks to verify that nuclear facilities are not misused and nuclear material is not diverted from peaceful uses. States accept these measures through the conclusion of safeguards agreements. In that regard, how, how do safeguards contribute to international security? IAEA safeguards serve as important confidence-building measures uh, through which a state can demonstrate and other states can be assured that nuclear energy is being used only for peaceful purposes. The Non-Proliferation Treaty, the NPT, is the centrepiece of global efforts to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons. And although the IAEA is not party to the NPT, it has an essential verification role under that treaty. In particular, under Article 3, each non-nuclear weapon state is required to conclude an agreement with the IAEA to enable it to verify the fulfilment of its obligation not to develop, manufacture or otherwise acquire nuclear weapons. Similarly, under the five regional nuclear weapon-free zone treaties in Latin America and the Caribbean, uh, the South Pacific, in Southeast Asia, Africa and in Central Asia, states are required to conclude comprehensive safeguards agreements with the IAEA. So one can say that the IAEA safeguards are essential uh, an essential component of the international security system. And how, how are these safeguards then uh, performed in practice? Well, our main activity is nuclear material accountancy, uh, where we inspect nuclear facilities inside countries to verify that what a state has declared to us is correct and complete. So we conduct surveillance and monitoring activities, we apply seals to nuclear material, we might take samples, and then back at headquarters in Vienna, we analyze uh, safeguards relevant information, evaluate it, and establish findings. And on the basis of those findings, we then draw conclusions. Uh, and every year, we will publish those conclusions in what we call the Safeguards Implementation Report, and we then present that to the IAEA Board of Governors. If a, if a state is found to be in breach of their safeguards agreement, um, what, what then happens? Well, uh, in case of uh, anomalies or inconsistencies between a state's declarations and the agency's own findings, the agency will seek clarifications from the state. And very often these are easily explained and they can be resolved. And indeed we work with the state to iron them out. It's only when we're unable to resolve these through this process that we actually report our findings to the Board of Governors. And it is then at the discretion of the Board to decide whether these safeguards breaches constitute non-compliance, and if so, when and how they must be reported to the UN Security Council.
how how do the I, how does the IAEA um, support its member states in meeting their safeguards commitments? That's a good question. Uh, the relationship that we have with our member states is very important to us. Uh, our Deputy Director General, the head of the Department of Safeguards, places great store on the level of cooperation that we have with our member states so that we make great efforts to help them uh, to fulfil their obligations. Some of them will have very well-developed nuclear industries and official government bodies, bodies that are able to interact with us, and some of them less so, though, um, while it's the state's legal obligation under its safeguards agreement to implement safeguards, the IAEA has a number of tools available to support them in their efforts to fulfil their obligations. We provide guidance documents, we hold seminars, and we may have other meetings in country or in the region to help states to fulfil their obligations. What, what lies ahead for, uh, for safeguards? What, what, what is in the future? Safeguards, as I said earlier, are an essential component of the international security system. Preventing the spread of nuclear weapons around the world is a key objective of the international community and it is our role within that system to provide assurance that states are not misusing nuclear facilities or diverting nuclear material from civilian use, from creating nuclear energy, if you like, to making nuclear weapons. So, well, over the last few years we've seen quite a marked increase in the number of nuclear facilities that we need to safeguard and correspondingly the amount of nuclear material that we need to safeguard. And when I say need to safeguard, it's our legal obligation that we have to safeguard this material. So we have no choice in the matter. The rising trends mean that we have to conduct more safeguards right across the world. At the moment, of course, in the current economic climate particularly, uh, our budget is not rising commensurate with this rising demand for our services. So we constantly have to look for ways to improve our productivity. And one of those ways is to see how we can evolve safeguards implementation to make better use of new verification technologies and look for ways to enhance cooperation with our member states. I also would like to stress that this is critical for us to have a well-qualified workforce. We recruit from right across the world, and uh, it's not just inspectors that I'm talking about, it's analysts, IT specialists, engineers, and, and, and a number of others. So I would say we are a truly multinational organisation. Stephen, thank you very much for joining me today.